0: Welcome back. <clears throat> this week's parasha is parashas for Yeshev. However, from Parsha for I had another thought that I wish to uh, discuss, and we will like one more piece about parashas for The parashas says how Yaakov was going to meet with his brother Esav in a, in a potential conflict, and they brought across all of the property of Yaakov Avinu, and Yaakov went back to get something. It says, V'yavosar, Yaakov levado, and Yaakov was remained remained by himself. And then after that, the angel of Asaph starts up with Yaakov. Rashi says what happened with Yaakov is shachach pachim ketanim. He left over small jars on the other side of the river. Something was forgotten, and he went back to get it. Now, going back by himself was a little bit of a danger. He was all by himself. And as we see that he actually something did happen in Malach of Esav started up with him. So obviously these Pachim Ketanim were very very important to him. They went back for them. The Gemara in Chol in Tzadi Aleph says Mikan from here, That their money is more Chaviv, is more dear to them than their bodies. The Gemara continues Chol Kachlama, why is it like this, that the Chacham, the, the Tzaddikim consider their money so important. Bishayim pushed in Yedem Because they don't put their hands out in Gezel and stealing. It's a little bit puzzling because, you know, usually we say who which people is money very important to them? People who earn a lot of money, people love to make money and Sadiqim right, usually associate that statement that their money is Chaviv to them. And here Yaakov Avinu put his life in danger to go back and get these Pachim Ketan, these small jars. But look a little closer, we'll think about this for a minute. We have stories where someone was in a dangerous situation, a fire, a, 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 and so on, attacking them, and they have to quickly grab something, or maybe they'll go back to get something. Here's stories where people went back to get their tefillin, their there their uh, candles, a life, or something very precious and important to them. They would put their lives in danger to save but here Yaakov goes to save these small jars that don't sound very important but look a little closer we can say that Yaakov looked at every single item that he owned every single property whatever he had that it was a chefer shel mitzvah it was something that was a mitzvah because I was careful about not stealing and that's how I got this item and therefore, it was worth going back for. He wanted it. He couldn't just keep the thought in his mind that he was careful about M.S., about honesty, about gazelle. But rather, he wanted this physical object to, to go back and get it. There's a story that uh, the famous author Hanoch Teller tells over in his story in his book. He says that he was sitting in a shul. There were two people sitting behind him talking. I don't know if it was during Davnim, but nevertheless, it still was in shul. And what he he had what they thought was a Irrelevant or even silly conversation. They were talking about where they want to be when they die, and he was th- Hanoch us that he was thinking what kind of nonsense is it They're talking about this in shul. But then the person went on and said, "When I leave this world, where do I want to be? I want to be sitting by my desk, by my office." And then he thought, "Oh, this is for sure doesn't make sense. He wants to be making some more money, making another buck. That's what he wants to leave this world with." But then he went on and said, "I want to be sitting by my office." And be able to put up my hands and say I sat by this desk for many years and never did I take a dollar or anything that was not rightfully mine, that I didn't deserve, that I did not earn. So he said I I should have judged him a little more favorably in that case. So (coughs) you see the concept that something that we gained honestly is something to be proud of, something to cherish. And Jacobin looked at these jars as something that was a symbol of that. In the world out there, unfortunately, the MS is getting more and more lost every day. Many years ago, there was a, give this a muscle, there was a baseball record that many thought would never be broken. That was the uh, home run record. Roger Maris had 61 home runs. 61 home runs is an awful lot of home runs. They said it's never going to get broken. And there were those who tried, came 50-55. Nobody came even close. That's never going to happen. And then, all of a sudden, there came someone named name McGuire, and he went. He didn't just break the record. He had uh, two people who were trying to break the record that year, and he managed to get all the way to 70 home runs, much more than uh, than uh, than, this, than Roger Maris, and even uh, the one behind him, um, Sammy Sosa, hit 65 home runs. So all of a sudden, they somehow got it. Then there was a lot of honor, and they were uh, 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 they made history the reporters were all talking to him, and he was going to the record books, That this one who finally broke the record a couple of years later, another one broke his record, that was Bonds, he had more than 70 home runs, 72 I think it was, I don't know if the end of the story was, if they put an asterisk by his name or not, because it was discovered later, that most of the players in those days were cheating, they were using illegal uh, interventions to steroids, which were not allowed to be used, and it turns out that they did not deserve any of the honor, or the record, or anything, all was one big lie. And you have to wonder a second, when they were being um, given all this honor and everyone's talking about them and reporting about them about how they're making history, didn't they know deep down, it's a fake, it's a cheat, it's not true, I don't deserve this honor, I didn't earn this honor, why should I be getting it? And yet somehow it didn't, didn't seem to bother them. In the world we live somehow, if something is gained dishonestly, you're not embarrassed about it. I mean, you should be embarrassed about it. you like, I don't really deserve his honor. I didn't earn it. So I thought that was uh, uh, one level of that that uh, comes to a baseball record. Uh, but I, I, it got even worse is that right in our generation, we have someone who ran for president, and there's a lot of evidence of fraud and cheating. And if it's 100% right, then Trump won by a major landslide. If it's even 5% right, because he won by a very small margin, he also lost the election. So what's going to come out of it? Mr. Biden's going to be sworn in as the new president. And deep down, he should be embarrassed. He should say, wait a second here, something's wrong over here. I would like an investigation. I would like to know, do I really deserve this honor? Is it true or not? Let's clear up these allegations and make it clear that I really deserve this, to be the president. But no, that's never going to happen. Not only is it not going to happen, he and his cohorts are the people who are saying that Mr. Trump should do the honest and respectable thing and respect the will of the people and concede the election. When really it's the opposite. Who's really the liar? Who's really the cheaters? It's the other side. I'm sorry to sound a little political over here, but this is a fact. is that somehow, if you want to know the truth, the worst place to look for it is in the... Media. Uh, as uh, someone, uh, as it uh, uh, was attributed to um, Mark Twain, some say it was Thomas Jefferson, who said, if you want to, if you, a person who does not follow the news is uninformed. A person who does follow the news is misinformed. Um, one last point about this, about MS, is a little bit of a halachic uh, angle to it. The igros Moshe of Moshe Feinstein, the Kron of Archa, has a teshuva about. Someone who, um, uh, um, let's say, uh, it cheats to get a degree, whether it be on a, a test or a high school or a college diploma or a certification, what about that subject? Now, I did not read the teshuva inside, therefore I only heard it from a Rebbe of mine many years ago, but I think it's very worthwhile what he said. The Moshev said that the person, besides being dishonest, if he cheated to get a certain degree or certification, besides being dishonest, and now he's called Doctor So and So, and he really doesn't deserve it, or he's an electrician and should be an electrician, or he has a high school diploma and he doesn't really have it, besides being dishonest, every single day of his um, career. He's actually probably stealing again and again and again, because each time, let's say he goes to try to get a job, and he gets that job because he had the degree or the certification. Someone else did not get the job because he just, meaning you know, he beat him out for it. But had he told the employer that his certification is not really justified, and the other person, the competition is, so he really just stole a job from somebody else. It goes on further if he goes to fix someone's. Uh, Uh, um, electrical system in his house or his plumbing in his house and he claims to be a plumber and he's not he's stealing from his customers he needs to tell his customers that his certification or his degree was not earned honestly I mean of course he's not going to do that therefore a person who chooses to be dishonest can actually have lifelong ramifications and it's not worth it um We should learn a lesson about this from Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov looked at everything that he had and he was proud of it. He was able to point to each and every dollar that he had and every item, even the smallest jar. And he said, this is mine. I earned it, earned it, honestly. And therefore, it was worthwhile to cross over the river and go back to collect these Pachim Katanami small jars. And uh, we should take this lesson to heart and apply it to our lives in every way.